everybody. Is that true? You can now hear me better. I'm certain of it. By matter of fact, you got a lot of wires, uh, David. Huh? <laughs> you got a lot of wires. We got down. too many wires down here. We were trying about three different things tonight, and uh, that's why that happened. Also, I think I've just solved the other problem. Um, so we'll get back to it. For those who missed, I didn't have anything good to say. Ron was the insightful one um, here in the pro- uh, the program here in the early going. But the Jazz win it. Uh, the final score: one twenty four, one twenty three. Let's go through the the the, the final kind of plays and the overall but the overall really ron is just fight right like mm-hmm. there just were a bunch of times tonight where they probably could have let go of the rope absolutely and and probably if it was a, a, another team or maybe even last year you know losing momentum like that it probably wouldn't not have been able to put out the fire that the memphis Grizzlies was putting together out there on the 62 percent there from the field in the third period and and the jazz was still able to um to come out and win the game now there are some things that what do we talk about before the ball game? It's as far as transition, fast break points, and all that kind of stuff. Points in the paint, the Grizzlies had 70 points in the paint tonight. That is huge, and you would have to think that way too many. Um, fast break points, 26 to to 19. Uh, both teams wanting to run. Both teams wanting to get some, some high percentage shots. But those points in the paint, uh, a lot of those were layups, you know, in transition. You know, that's huge. It was a fun basketball game to watch. It was incredibly fun Both teams want to kind of play the same way. Very high transition back and forth game. Uh, So let's go down late in the ballgame. The Jazz find Kelly Olenek for an open three that he busts, and they find Malik Beasley on open three, and they're both out of actions, and they're both out of teamwork, and they're both out of moving the ball, and they're both out of being unselfish, (laughs) and they're both out of no one necessarily having to have the ball late in the game. Wouldn't have been upset what whoever took the threes with the guys that that, that they had on the floor at that time. Fortunately enough, it was uh, Kelly Olenek who was having a a, a monster year as far as shooting the three-point shot, and Malik Beasley, who's a three-point shooter, for sure, 243-point shots made with the Minnesota Timberwolves last year. So a lot of confidence with him shooting the basketball. So uh, it was hit the guy that's open and have confidence with him knocking down the three. And these this gets back to kind of the thing that Will Hardy talked about early on. These are guys that have been there before. This is not a bunch of young. There were a bunch of young guys who made plays. We've got to get to Nikhil Alexander-Walker and the impact he got. Abaji got some time tonight. Um you know, the guys closing the game have played a lot. Clarkson, you know, Sexton is probably the youngest of the group, but Markin and Beasley, uh, Olenek, they've played a lot of games. Olenek's played in the NBA Finals. Yes. Uh-huh. You know, these guys have played in important games. They're not overwhelmed by these moments. No. And, and obviously because they knocked them down, first of all, and, and secondly, if they miss, you know, it, was, it wouldn't be a bad miss. Come up short long really i mean just nervous type three-point shots so the confidence was definitely there for both of those guys that uh they ended up taking the three now kelly olenek's three was uncontested uh i thought beasley's was contested over there in that left corner um so but then he got to do the beasley shimmy shake whatever it is over in the corner in front of the fans, so that that makes the oh ron's doing it now (laughs) Ron, that made the whole show worth it right there uh Let's talk about Nikhil Alexander-Walker because this also summarizes this team a little bit. That you're gonna, he he was out of the rotation. He wasn't a guy that was getting time. Uh, this is, you know, this was the this was 
this is what Will said, like, you just stay ready. We got a lot of guys, but when this when we were playing 10, he wasn't one of the 10. He played tonight because Rudy Gay's not playing, because Mike Colley's not playing, since Fonchecchio's not playing, and he had his best stretch as a Jazz player. Yeah, 21 minutes. That, that's 21 minutes, 21 valuable minutes, and he made, you look at the stat sheets, four for eight there from the field. He had three assists, although he had four fouls and had one block shot, two for five from the three-point line, so he really contributed very well. Picked the pocket there of, of Baines twice, uh, defending him out on the floor. So uh, it's, it's funny because the first question I'll get from a lot of people, well, those guys, did those guys play themselves into some type of rotation or minutes because of the way they performed tonight? I think they just, what they do is they play themselves into the coach's confidence. Yeah, that's that the if great, the coach needs it, to yes. go to them, but they're not playing themselves into minutes because by definition somebody else would have to lose them, and nobody else has done anything to lose their minutes right no, now. No. That's a great way of putting it. Thank um, you, Dave. What else to talk about? There seemed to be a lot. Markin is just tough as heck. Like, he's yeah. he's becoming a little bit of the personality of the team to me. Like, Saxton's this energy guy who kind of is this endless bundle of energy, somewhat frenetic and out of control a lot of the time. But, he like, I think he gives everyone juice, and Beasley's kind of the same way. But, like, the stoic fighter is Lowry Markin, and he's yeah. almost becoming um, – you know, the Rocky guy um, who, you know, would know, like just he's just never breaks his facial expression and he's just battling all the time. Now, Sexton, field goal percentage, awfully good. I mean, it menaces 31 minutes in eight tonight, three for six in the three-point line. That line was is just totally awesome. He ended up with four assists, uh, ended up with 19 points. And so, but marketing, uh, even though his three-point shooting is down, I tell you, every time he puts the ball in his hand, you have confidence that something good is going to happen. How did they get this done without Mike Conley tonight? I, I'm still not quite I sure what the, happened. The energy level was so high, you know, and, and um, you know, they would have had to rest Conley from, you know, throughout the ball game. Obviously, the rotation probably would have been different. Uh, not so sure if, if you know, it, it's, it's, it's really hard to say. Conley would have settled him down in certain situations and, and um Obviously, Ben would have knocked down some threes, and, and but I really think that there was times out there on the floor, depending on who Memphis had out there on the floor, that they're the size of the Memphis Grizzlies with Bain and, and Brooks, uh, Tyus Jones with his speed. You know, they, you, we'd had to pick when Conley was going to be in the ball game. You know, the one guy I really want to signal out is in the and I, and I, you know these are always a little nervous to do after the game because I actually have like no recall and I have to kind of go rewatch games to figure <laughs> out what happened. Felt like to me every time in the broadcast I said Jazz have gone three minutes without a field goal. Jazz have gone four minutes without a field goal. Jordan Clarkson scored. Mm -hmm. It felt like Jordan Clarkson got the most important buckets throughout the night to stem the tide time and time again tonight. Yeah. You you watch Clarkson play. You always figure that something good is going to happen or – I don't know. He's just – he's relentless the way he plays – uh, the type of shots I think sometimes you would think are low percentage shots, but you know they end up going in, and he has all the confidence in the world. It, uh, he, he took one from from <laughs> from Provo tonight. <laughs> I think it went in, but you know you think, oh, that, that's that's not a good shot. But he's um, he's having a great year. I'm really glad to see him. Kind of the ability to change his game 
uh, and really helped the Jazz win. Finished 9 of 17 shooting, coming off the 1 of 10 night yeah. uh, last night. A lot of accolades, a lot of plays. Taylor Jenkins had a great night as head coach of Memphis. Desmond Bain made a bunch of plays. That was a fun game. Back and forth, huge transition rate. Um, one number that's worth throwing out there before we wrap up, the Grizzlies finished with just 11 second-chance points. They had none in the first half. They, that's their game is that second-chance point, so the Jazz did a good job of stymieing that uh, for much of the night. All right, time for two stars. If you're live in our chat room, we have a big audience that's live right now. Feel free to throw in your votes for two stars. You might sway Ron or I. Last night we couldn't come up with the second one. Tonight we're going to have a hard time limiting the two stars. Ron Boone, who now, are you your first, two Dave. stars no, tonight? I, my two, it's going to be uh, Kelly Olenek, Beasley, because they made the big shots. But marketing uh, is, again, you know, in the, in the running. I put it that way. So I, I was leaning toward a little bit of Jordan Clarkson in there also. Um, because I just thought he made a ton of big plays throughout the night. That was kind of my comment I just made a minute ago. Um, I would definitely put Kelly Olenek, 8 of 10 from the field, 4 of 8. He battled. He had 4 assists, 2 steals, 3 block shots. Um, Memphis only took 4 shots at the rim in the first half of the game. Uh, they then pounded the rim in the third quarter. Um Mike Barton says Booner gets the star. Booner does not get the star tonight because, like, for 30 minutes he didn't have to say a word because the game was just going back going and fast, forth, and he fast. had no chance to talk tonight. Um, he can, um, all right, let's see. Uh, oh, what about Nikhil Alexander-Walker? A lot of votes for yeah. Nikhil. Yeah, I think we got to give Nikhil Alexander-Walker a star tonight. You know tonight. how sometimes you get these surveys uh, that they want yeah. you to fill out? you got five-star hotels, yeah, yeah. five-star hotel. Okay, that's we can give out a kill. Walker, a three-star, can't we? No, no, no we're two stars work. a night. It's a tough call. <laughs> two stars a night. I'm going Kelly Olenek and Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Okay. I'm not changing mine. All right. Yeah, we didn't say with degree, so between the two of us, we should have kept track. We could you know, we really could do is we could, like, go give them little stickers. Stars, here, here you are, too. <laughs> kindergarten, first like grade, kindergarten. or whatever that was. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Kelly, congratulations. Here's your, here's your star. Thanks very much, guys. Sorry for the technical thing to start. That was stupid on my part. I have no idea what was plugged in, but the wrong thing was plugged in. All these um, new gadgets that he has. He's uh, just everything's come undone. Get, the Internet's yeah, undone. I don't know how we're still on the air. He'll get I have it no together. idea what's going on. But uh, thanks very much. This has been Postcast. We'll talk to you soon.